Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wife had stuff ducked out of her the night before our wedding. Her alibi unknowingly raided her out. It's the night before our wedding. Friday. July 5th. 1985, she's for short came home an hour early from work. Said she had to go get shoes to match the gown I'd bought her. She left the house around 5 p.m. Guests. Who were camping in our backyard get there about 9.30 p.m. She got home around 12.30 a.m. So it took her seven hours to make a 20-minute drive to town. Buy her shoes. And make the return trip. She said she met an old girlfriend I'll call Kay. At the shoe store. And as the car didn't start. They decided to go to the bar across from the mall where the shoe store was and have a beer. Their chat went on. And time got away from her. There were a few red flags in her story. But I was ass overhead in love with the woman of my dreams. So I wouldn't notice or think to question them until I was told the truth of what went on by the friend. And by then we were already married. So we wed on the 6th and left on the 7th for a honeymoon in Cape Cod. Arriving around midnight. And she fell asleep instantly. I thought that understandable. Given all the stress leading to the wedding. I was a real dumbass. So. Next night when I tried to slide onto the honeypot. She winced and. Said she was still sore. She stayed sore the entire week. Though I felt more than a little gypped. I felt bad for her being too sore. She said she had no idea why. So the car was running rough one day while there. I bought points. Plugs. Condenser and plug wires. All I could do while on the road. But it didn't help. As had been the case when it acted up before. After it sat for about 30 minutes it ran fine the rest of our time there and all the way home. We got home Sunday. The 14th. On Monday morning the car wouldn't start. So I set about effecting a successful car repair. So on Tuesday. 7.16.85 the car started just fine and she went to work. Around 3 p.m. that day. I was home. As in August I'd begin my junior year in college as a returning adult. I was 33 the house phone rang. There were no cell phones yet. When I answered. It was the dear friend Kay. With whom the new wife had her chance encounter at the shoe store. She spoke like she thought the wedding had been on the 13th rather than the 6th. And she was so glad she had gotten me. Because she was so sorry she'd had to miss our wedding. And she felt horrible about it. Because she hadn't seen us for way too long and she so wanted to meet me. Could we come to visit her and her husband in Rochester? I said I'd have S call her when she got home later and the two of them could make that plan. No, crap. 
I was totally devastated. The friend was obviously never told of her status as an alibi. I said nothing when S got home, but that K had called. Oh. What did she want? I said just to apologize for missing the wedding and to invite us to visit. It's just two hours after I'd spoken to K. Who'd inadvertently told me she had no idea she'd been used as an alibi. I was devastated by that call, but was keeping silent on that aspect of it. Over the next couple of weeks I worked diligently in my head to assess the situation and determine a response. Ultimately, I chose a wait-and-see approach. In hindsight, that was the wrong thing to do. But she still said the things I longed to hear at night. And having escaped four years earlier from a very effed up cheating wife. I knew the normal signs of cheating and chose to let it be and to just be observant as heck. Other than a few instances that could easily have been misunderstood. I saw nothing to make me think cheating was going on. 16 months later our first son was born. It wasn't until the boy began to really develop physically that I began to wonder about who his father really was. As he resembled no one in either my family or the wife's family. I've never let that wonderment disturb our relationship. The boy's and mine. As I only recently decided it was a necessary consideration for me. My son didn't deserve it. And I wouldn't be party to creating a life of BS over my own misgivings and over what. If my doubts were correct. Was my own fault for not having kicked the slut to the curb right there on July 16th after the call from the alibi. So my wait and see approach saw nothing. As cheaters cheat. That's what they do. I am sure it continued. As her experience of using an alibi without forewarning that person made her far more cautious. So upon grad from college I took a job that would ultimately be 15 years of 50-70 hours a week being paid for 40. But. Soon we also had another child. Who looked just like me. From the baby pictures to college grad pictures. She looks like me. My work hours spent trying to get ahead made us too busy to make getting laid outside an easy task. I can only guess. But I am far from certain. Then, around 2009, an old friend from HS in Delaware, her friend, I was schooled in Jersey, called her out of the blue. Of course, he was a guy she lived with her senior year in high school and her freshman year in college. Someone she had spent two years effing. No detail here on this, but to say that when confronted, I was gaslighted looked the term up horribly. I'd gone this far. So to save my marriage. Quite stupidly. I suggested counseling. To which she objected vehemently. I insisted. But she immediately started gaslighting me. Attacked she maintained the entirety of each of the four sessions we had before I stopped the self-torture and cancelled out. The therapist I'd chosen was a woman. As I figured S would be more inclined to work with another woman. Big mistake. As every word and every facial expression showed she believed the lies S fed her. That was very frustrating. As the affair was continuing through this time of so-called counseling. I had access to phone records. 
guessed her email password to gather more evidence, and caught her in numerous lies. We had one computer we shared. So I bought and installed a key logger, which I found disabled on a daily basis. So, eventually, I think in 2011, I gave her a computer for Christmas. This was me saying do what you want. As I couldn't take the lying being thrown in my face anymore. That a holy Tom was his name. Died in 14. It was in 12 s determined I wasn't going to receive anything emotionally from her. So all intimacy ended. No hugs. No nothing. Turns out she cut me off after he was diagnosed with cancer and while I was still watching her closely. So he's no threat. Though it must be his wonderful cuddle memory that and some level of hatred for me over my having become an impediment to whatever plans they had made. And now she'd never get to. EFF you see K the effing a holy again. Now I am thinking about getting that emotional support and lost intimacy somewhere else. S says that's okay. But that it's only okay if she knows all about it. Yeah. Right. EFF her and the dead Dover guy. I am tired of writing and the phone's dying. So I'll update as needed and will try to respond to comments as I can. Let me know what you think. Just give me a break. As I already know I was in a holy knot to just leave before I became so mired in this crap. Later. Tough to understand what you said. At least for me, but if she's causing you so much stress, it's best just to leave her. You don't know how great it feels. I am not married, but I was in a relationship. Where I found out late that no relationship is far better than a sour one. Experience-based advice is always welcome. Thanks so much. Hi. Thanks for your interest. There's a bunch of stuff that didn't make it into the original post. But I'd have to spend too much time and effort. Not to mention the emotional trauma all that brings. So filling in the blanks left T here will have to wait. And I haven't really done anything nonetheless. I want to tell you about some of the stuff going on. My wife and I are married 36 years. So we have all those years of accumulated stuff house. Cars. Property. Three kids. Three grandkids. You know. Deeply loved and cherished ones. Kids. Young and older. Who would suffer from a divorce. And. It's really my fault for not leaving after I learned about here ducking whoever it was the night before our wedding. The wait and see tactic I took would have been okay but for the way I handled that. I fooled myself. Into thinking that was the right thing to do. But I really didn't watch. Now I am pretty sure that. Having chosen that path without any discussion told her I was stupid and she could do anything and as long as she didn't get caught in the act of getting ducked. All was good. I guess I still beat myself up over that. I'll say. Though. That since I loved her so and agreed that after marriage she could handle the finances so she wouldn't feel like she was giving up her freedom. I am very good at math. So my pre-marriage checkbook was always spot on. But I trusted her. 
Wrong move. That meant I had no tools to check on her. Honestly. I guess I didn't want to be checking up on her. But that meant I had no idea if she was spending money on someone else. Neither did I know if she was taking time off work without telling me. I had put that royal ducking I know she got that night out of mind and fell back on the love and trust one had before I learned the truth. That closed my mind off to any idea of checking up on her. So we married in July 85 and my son was born NOV 86. As I stated. He didn't resemble anyone in either family. But I didn't even jump on that. I should have demanded a paternity test. But I failed there. 2. I buried that pain so deeply that it remained buried until she started the second affair. That ripped open the scab I formed over that hurt. So both affairs sucker punched me at once. It was just horrible. But still I didn't notice that the bleeding I was doing was actually in part due to the fact that the first ducking she got was never discussed. It wasn't until my mom died July 31, 2020 that in my subsequent soul searching uncovered this fact. I hadn't realized my feelings about this later affair and the hatred that sprang from it were made so much worse by the fist illicit duck job. I certainly should have. But what can I say? I was a prize dumbass. So here I am. Way too much hassle to divorce. And I have about 20 guitars and all the accoutrements and a small area in the basement I commandeered for my wood shop where I build solid body electrics. The shop is full of tools. Many specialty tools for guitar building. She would duck me out of both the guitars and the tools and my wood. A requirement for building stuff out of that material. So. No matter what. I probably wouldn't seek divorce. She might. According to how things go. But I wouldn't. Right now. With my boy's birthright questionable in my mind. My thinking is this as the boy still doesn't look anything like anyone in either family at 30-something. I am contemplating getting the kids each an ancestry DNA kit for Christmas. I won't tell the wife about it until they arrive at the house. She's always been able to look like nothing's going on when she's stressed. So she may just blow it off for all appearances and hope he's really my son. Or she may argue about it or diss the idea somehow. As maybe she knows he's someone else's child and knows the jig is soon to be up. I don't know. And I hope he is my boy. As there is nothing I don't love about him. But I fell I have the right to know. So I am fairly certain I'll make those purchases. If not for her shenanigans I wouldn't be in the horrible place I find myself all these years down the road. Yeah. Mom died and I went inside to deal with that grief and resurrected the real grief I'd buried there. So. No. I really don't have an update. But it is always on my mind. My current tact is to not respond to any of her crap from the place of hatred. As I had been in nearly every negative interaction since the second duck tore open the box. Instead of a WTF are you talking about? I catch myself and lighten up. Hoping to just create a stress-free life at he as I can while pondering just what I could do. The other night she said something to which I replied that the human need for intimacy trumps even the need for food and shelter. 
I told her that if she bothered to do her homework she'd know that. Well she's not having six with me. She said. So I replied okay. I'll take care of it. You may not like the way I take care of it. But I will. I played out last week. Currently I play by myself and mostly original tunes. I woman I've seen there numerous times since I started playing there in 2017 sang with some guy who really stinks as a player. Every time I've seen her I've wondered what sort of lover she'd be. So this time. Since it was the first I'd seen her sing. I approached her and said. So I always thought you were just another pretty face. I didn't know you could sing. Turns out it was her fist time singing publicly. So the singing compliment was appreciated. But I guess the pretty face crack was. Two. As she kept turning up next to me off and on. I went so far as to suggest a couple of tunes she might be able to sing to my accompaniment. All of that was unplanned. And thinking about it later I realized I'd used a pickup line on her. And I felt bad about it. I can't think now how that might even go. I'll just ponder it till I see her in October. I think I mentioned I am in love at some level with a longtime friend of my wife. She shows me in small but important ways that she loves me. But due in large part to her wife friend status. She won't say it. I'll tell her of my conversation with the singer. I'd like to see how she responds. Maybe she'll just jump my bones right there. Well. That's not likely. But I value her input. So. Okay. I am sorry this was so long and still incomplete. But that's where I am. Sorry and incomplete. So I'll sign off but we'll update. Perhaps to let you know how the would-be girlfriend responds to my discussion of her possible replacement. Of course. I've known her for nearly all of my marriage. And I love her to some as yet unknown degree. While this other woman I am not sure I even like. But I don't know how much that would matter if she answered the door naked. You get me. I am not sure if the 10 plus s less years would trump. Everything else. I am just not sure. If you have any more questions. Just ask. I felt your question as a form of support. And I guess I need that support now. So as told it said in the good book. Ask and it shall be given unto you pressed down and overflowing. I'll try to make it less overflowing next time. Thanks again. Thanks for watching. Consider subscribing for more relationship videos. Keep loving. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.